0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time. It's
1: time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. We're joined by
0: Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of Odyssey Original Podcast In the Huddle with Jason Lockenpore and Carl Dukes, which covers the entire NFL. Brian, thanks so much for the time.
1: Hey, it's my pleasure. Happy New Year, guys. Always thanks. good to be talking football and especially 49er football. Absolutely. Right. I mean, what everybody's talking about right now, Brian, is
0: Brock Purdy and the job that he's done coming in. What have you seen from him so far that's made him so successful early on in his career?
1: Well, I mean, I remember after the Dolphin game, his first game, when he came in for Jimmy, uh, they played Tampa the following week. And I was doing that game. I was down the field. I remember I, I was talking to Debo. And I go, okay, Debo. So he comes up and says, hello. You know, we've known each other since he was at South Carolina. So I go, let me go through a checklist with Purdy, right? So I go through a checklist, okay? I go, hey, he can get out of harm's way. Um, he's fearless over the middle. He reads option routes. He can extend plays. Uh, he sees the whole field. And he's like, check, 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 check. Go on. Anymore? I, he, he he agreed. And so you, you say, OK, then you make a checklist. But really what it comes down to is just his 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 eyes and how he sees the game. Like you can't it's hard to evaluate that until a guy is playing. So I think his eyes are awesome and he sees he sees it all. And then secondly, he just has a pocket awareness about it. And I don't know if you can teach it. Every single quarterback has guys that, you know, in practice, go around the dummies and throwing dummies at you and poking you with the stick and all these things. But, and that's, you know, that's all, but he actually plays like that. And he plays with a calmness that you only hope anybody could play with. And so you don't see the rookie stuff or the young quarterback stuff where guys panic or guys overreact or, Guys just play too frenetic. He doesn't play anything like that.
0: So, Brian, I gotta ask you about Kyle Shanahan, and it certainly helps that Kyle has has done such a great job with the three quarterbacks that he's had this season. It's been really remarkable. Can you talk a little bit about what you think makes Kyle such a successful coach?
1: Well, I think he first of all, I think he communicates really well, and I think he coaches really hard. Like, some people don't want to coach quarterbacks hard. They're afraid of, you know, I don't know, interfering with their confidence level. Like, he coaches them hard. I mean, I remember asking Jimmy one day, you know, the big, beautiful smile that he has. Like, I bet you never have a bad day, do you, Jimmy? And he's like, oh, come out to practice on a Wednesday, Baldy. Like, you'll have a different (laughs) opinion about what kind of day I'm having. But I think, okay, so he does that. I think he has a real belief in what he's doing and how he does it. So there's an approach and then I think I think he sees the game game day in a way that a lot of coaches not everybody's a play caller we understand that but I think you know, he really enjoys that aspect of it and really feeling the game as well as seeing it. So I think all those things make him a really really good coach. And I think he surrounded himself like it I always said this I played for Tom Landry he lost a lot of good coaches Ditka guys that went on to become head coaches um, I think it's more difficult to replace good coaches than it is good players. And he's had to constantly replace really good coaches over the years. Mike McDaniel and Robert Sala and all, you know, go on and on and on. Um, you know, he's replaced really good coaches. and That's not easy to do.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Brian. its uh, I think one of his talents that people don't talk about is his eye for coaching talent, uh, which yeah, has right. been evident by by those guys getting hired away. Um, let's go a little bit more in uh, what I would consider your wheelhouse. Um, and we're going to talk about the O-line. So it feels like going into the season, the O-line was a bit of a question mark for the 49ers. And it seems at the very least that in pass protection, they've been actually significantly better than they have in years past. And then the run game seems to have finally kind of found its groove a little bit. Uh, as you look just specifically at in, in the NFC, Do you think that there is uh, another team that plays in the trenches better than the 49ers do?
1: Well, I would say the Eagles, you know, up until they lost Lane Johnson. And I don't, you know, Lane has told me he's going to try to play in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, He's got a, you know, he's got a lower abdomen tear. We'll see. But, I mean, the Eagles for sure. The Cowboys on some days are really good. Tyron Smith coming back at right tackle. I mean, that's a luxury to have to replace Terrence Steele, who's really solid. The rookie at left tackle, Tyler Smith, has been really good. Um, But So I'd say on some days the Cowboys can play at a very high level in the NFC. Um, If Tampa gets Ryan Jensen back, which they might, and you add a healthy Tristan worse, like they can be pretty good. But I would say, I don't know the status of Aaron Banks, guys. Maybe you do not right now. Obviously, we saw him go down last week. Uh, Brunskill went in, played well, but Aaron Banks has been awesome up until that injury. He's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew, you know, he's a second-year player, didn't really play last year. Sometimes you gotta you got to let him play 15, 16 games before you really figure it all out. And I think, you know, McGlinchey's been much better this year. He's been healthy. Trent's, you know, in a different category. So I, I think overall, they've really kind of played themselves into it. And then there's always this dance. With In the run game, always. I don't care if you bring the same five guys back every year. There's always a dance that has to be played between the running backs. And we know that McCaffrey came in and he's special. But, you know, they've been rotating Elijah and, you know, Jordan and all these different guys in there. There's just a dance that has to get figured out between line and running back, between quarterback and line. And so you play three different quarterbacks. Everybody plays with their offense line a little bit different. And you got to kind of figure that out. And you never know how it's going to work. I mean, I, game day, you're like, how do I get to the Mike linebacker? How do we get freaking Bobby Wagner blocked? You know, and <laughs> some days you just got to you got figure it out on the fly. It's not something you walk through on Wednesday and Thursday and practiced on Friday. Some days it's game day. Like, he's not where we thought he was going to be. Like How are we going to get him? All those things are an adjustment some days game day. You know, I think 49ers fans, Brian, as, as we look to
0: the playoffs, We're pretty confident heading in just because of how good the defense has been this year. It's been pretty dominant most of the season. But they did have a rough game against the Raiders. Did you see anything in that game that worried you, or was it just a bump in the road type thing?
1: No, it wasn't a bump in the road. It was just, you know, they've, they've struggled in two games this year against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and against Jared Stidham and the Raiders. And look, look you can have great players, which they do at every position, but Devontae Adams is just a different beast, you know, and we didn't know the quarterback could put the ball in a tee like he did. Um, you know, the 60-yard touchdown is a scramble drill. I mean, Justin Fields did that to him week one. You know, found Dante Pettis on the other side of the field. Like, you could practice your scramble drill rules all you want. And then game day, like, he took a hit from Huff and whatever, and he delivered a strike. Um, the touchdown, the four-yard touchdown to Devontae, I don't know. You know, Travers can't cover it any better. And he came down with the ball. He's an acrobat. Um, Darren Waller is a beast. So, but that's that's also what you have to be aware of. That's why the stats don't matter. They could be number one in every category. And then Jared Stidham lights them up, you know. And that's playoff football too. And look, if you're not getting home and you're not affecting them, and they blocked them up pretty good, they they didn't really go after Nick Bosa the way I thought they would. I mean, they kind of blocked him up, and you know, he had time to get find his guys and Hunter Renfro and the whole group. You know they, they ran into a really hot offense that just executed really well and it really should alert everybody you know D'Amico and and uh you know the whole group that look if you're not where you have to be and where you are not making a play in the air on with the ball in the air this can happen this can happen and you better be able to be prepared to score 37 to win
0: So speaking of hot offenses, Brian, so the Niners have a really hot offense since acquiring Christian McCaffrey, and I have to ask you about that. He's been basically the focal point since since he's come here, and they're obviously undefeated since he's become the starter. Uh, Can you kind of remember another in-season acquisition that's kind of made this much difference on, on a team?
1: The Eagles in 2017 made a trade with Miami for a running back that ended up starting for him and they ran the ball by committee, and it was the right – it was a great move. It was a great move. Um, you know, they were able to kind of fill in around him with other guys, but uh, that was – I mean, he's not Christian McCaffrey, but, um, you know, he, they got a great year out of him, and it was a big difference and one of the reasons why they won a Super Bowl.
2: Brian, before we get you out of here, cause I know we're, we're up against it. Uh, I know you got some uh, jets talk coming in a little bit. Um, you know, we talked a little bit ago about Kyle Shanahan and his ability to, uh, to, to find coaching talent and then eventually lose said coaching talent. And it really does seem like the next in line is D'Amico Ryans. Um, do you think he's going to be at the top of list uh, for, for coaching searches? And and do you think that that he is going to be an excellent head coach in this league?
1: I think he's going to be an excellent head coach. Um, you know, there's there's an ability some guys have to stand up in front of a room and motivate 53 guys. I don't care. And people say, "Well, you know, you got to hire an offensive guy." No, you don't. You have to hire the right leader. Mike Tomlin, they hired the right guy. Um, but I, I'm curious. You know, I haven't talked to D'Amico. But I'm curious if D'Amico thinks he's ready, because not every job is the right job and not every year um, is the right year to go. And he's still very young in this whole industry. And, you know, I, I don't think there was any rush by D'Amico. Uh, but I'm curious if he thinks he's ready, you know, if Robert Sala really thinks he was ready. Um, so. I understand there's only 32 jobs and if it gets offered, you have to take, maybe you have to take it, but maybe you don't, maybe you don't have to take it. I remember talking to uh, Bobby Stoops about that when he was on Steve Spurrier's staff and he, he could have gone the year before he went to Oklahoma. He could have gone to other places he was offered. And Steve Spurrier told him, he goes, not every job is the right job. Um, these jobs are going to be, they might be available. And he waited another year and he got the Oklahoma job and you know, he had a 20 year run. So I, you know, if you went to, let's say, Houston right now, or you went to, you know, pick it, you know, Carolina. I don't know. Is it the right job just because it's a head job? I, I don't know. And I don't know how D'Amico looks at it right now. But they, they have to be prepared to lose it for sure.
0: Absolutely. He's Odyssey's NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow the In the Huddle
1: podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Baldy, thank you so much for the time. My pleasure, guys. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the weekend. All right, it's gonna be fun. Awesome, thanks, Baldy. See thanks you guys so anytime. 9-0-3! Twenty four
0: hundred Sports is an Odyssey Company. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.